0: One day. Somebody say, one day. Look at your neighbor and say, one day. Look at somebody else and tell them, one day. I feel it in the Holy Ghost. The Lord is going to help me today. One day. One day. One day. day. Can you pray with me right now? Lord, I feel your presence and I feel your power. I feel your help. And I ask you now that you would bless us today, that you would lead us and you would guide us. that your word would permeate this house and our spirits that we would not just be hearers of this word today but lord i pray that today is the one day for somebody and you change lives today and i pray that we are not just hearers of the word but doers of the word and we'll be careful to give you praise and glory and if you believe it put your hands together somebody shout in jesus name come on shout it again in jesus name and you may be seated One day, the concept of time for me and you is always varying in dispensation. We think we have a grasp on time, and then time eludes us. The understanding of time for me and you is 24 hours, and then another 24 hours. I tell military time, so... Zero, zero one, zero two, zero three, zero four, zero five, zero six, zero seven, zero eight, zero nine, one zero, one one, one two, one three. Yeah. One four, that's two o'clock. The 14th hour of the day is two o'clock. For military, time, we are constricted by time. Me and you are boxed in by time. Time boxes us in. Not enough hours in the day. Anybody ever said that before? Anybody ever felt that before? Ain't enough hours that Lord... But you know what? If the Lord gave you one more hour, you would totally abuse it. You would abuse that hour. I guarantee you, you would abuse that hour. There's not enough time. We're boxed in by time. We are hastened by time and we are slowed down by time. Time is... A concept for me and you that we don't think of all the time, but a lot of the time, it's it's something that guides us and leads us. I I have to be here at a certain time, so I'll do this at a certain time, and I need this done in this time frame, so I'll wake up at this time, and I'll go to bed at this time, and time, time, time. Everything that we do is surrounded by time, and and it's, it's hard for us to even put time into any kind of equation in our life because we know that an hour can turn into two so fast. You say, well, I got an, the, the the airport is an hour from here. Maybe. <laughs> hey, if you hit the lights right and the traffic's right, it's really only about 45 minutes from here. But it could be five hours from here, ladies and gentlemen. Time. We we can't control time. It is a point that the man wants to die. You we, we all know that time's ticking. One, 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 one writer said time keeps on slipping. Slipping, slipping into the future. (laughs) And it does. And there's nothing we can do about it. It's time. Time is not on our side. And time is so weird because I was telling somebody the other day, I said, you know, time is so weird because it feels like me and my family moved to Loganville. Yesterday. But it also feels like I've never lived anywhere else in my life but Loganville. That True Chapel is all I've ever done my entire existence. And every once in a while, I'll see an old picture and it'll snap me back and be like, yeah, I did that. That happened. Oh, I forgot. I'll be remembering people who were a huge part of my life. But time has a way of separating you. Time, it seems like it's infinite, but you know that it's not. It seems like it's endless, but you know that it's not. We say words like eternity, and there ain't no way to put that in your mind. You can't think of forever because you've lived your entire life constricted by the concept of time. So when someone says you're going to live for eternity... You can't even put that into your mind plate. Your, your headspace cannot control or even fathom the concept of forever. Because we've always been constricted by time. Time. Now God is not controlled by time. And that's weird to say and even to preach because we don't even understand a being so powerful that time just has no effect on him. He was before time. How does that, what do you mean he was before time? Because the word before is a premonited word on the concept of time. So how can you say before time? Because the word before insinuates time. How? How was he before time and he will be after time? Because before and after are predicated on concepts of time. So when we start talking about To the Lord, one day is a thousand years. That that, that verse is so all-encompassing. It's like, what do you mean one day is to the Lord like a thousand? Does it mean that as I'm living my one day of life, God has lived a thousand years of life? Or does it mean that my thousand years of life is just one day to the Lord. What what does it mean? What 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 does that concept entail? That 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 God sees a thousand years as just a day, one single day. Me and you, we all know too well what a day can bring. Every one of us in this room know how powerful one day can be. You know, and I know, your life can change. In one day, your world can be turned upside down in one day. Everything you love can be lost in one day. Many of us in this room have lived the horrors, terrors, triumphs, and tragedies of one day. Everything was fine yesterday, but today everything's crazy. It seemed like life was just easy yesterday And here come today. Today came and just kicked me in the teeth. Anybody ever had a day like that? I know some of you in this room have because I was with you on that day. And that day will never be taken away from my spirit. That day changed everything. That day, that one single day. We know the power of a day. So when the Lord says, oh, a day is like a thousand years to me. A lot can change in a thousand years. This world has completely changed in a thousand years. A thousand years ago, this world didn't look like this. A thousand years ago, there was no cars, there was no phones, there was no electricity. A thousand years ago, think about that. I heard last week that all the money, 40%, this is crazy, 40% of all the money ever printed in America, 40% of all the money ever printed in America has been printed in the last seven months. What? Yeah. That's a fact, Jack. That's a lot. Think about that for just a moment and then wonder why inflation is so bad. Supply and demand. Anybody know 2 plus 2 is going to be 4 every time? Things change. Quickly, fast, it moves. We know the power of a day, a concept, a year, a, 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 just a century. And, and listen, let me, let me just tell you something that's going to blow your mind. Are you ready for this? Anybody know who Wyatt Earp is? Anybody ever heard of the story of Wyatt Earp, the gunslinger, cowboy? Dodge City, Tombstone, Wyatt Earp. Yeah, Wyatt Earp. Do you know that Wyatt Earp died? In like 1915. Yeah. And then he died in the 1900s. Yeah. That ought to just make you go, what, what, hold up, hold up, hold up. Yeah. It ain't that long ago. It's really not that long ago. You think about a thousand years, a thousand years ago, a thousand years ago, this land was probably inhabited by nothing but indigenous people. Who knew nothing about nothing. A thousand years ago. And so when you say one day in a thousand years, one day, the concept of that is hard to wrap your mind around that to God, one day is like a thousand years and a thousand years is like one day. And then the next verse says this the Lord is not slack concerning his promise. He said, Beloved, I want you to understand one thing. Be not ignorant of this one thing that one day is like to the Lord a thousand years and a thousand years is like one day and the Lord is not slack concerning his promise. He's not talking about time. He's talking about promises. Oh, hallelujah. He's saying that the Lord can make his promise come true in one day or a thousand years. He's not slack. No, no longer, how long you been waiting? Understand this. that you might have waited a long, long, long time, but the Lord is not slack. He's not constricted by your time frame. He sees all, he is all, and he's in all. Oh, I'm a preacher to you today. I come with, I come with a word for somebody today that the Lord can do in a moment what you couldn't do in a thousand years. He said, I want you to understand how God works in time and how time works in God. And when you understand God's time frame, then you know that he is not slack concerning his promise. Oh, hallelujah. I don't know how long you've been waiting today. But can I tell you all the Lord needs is one day. I don't know how long you've been in what you've been in. But all the Lord needs is one day. I don't know how long you've been hurting like you've been hurting. But all the Lord needs is one day. Or can I preach it to you in the book of Matthew chapter 8 beginning in verse 1. The Bible says he was come down from the mountain and a great multitude followed him. And behold there came a leper and worshipped him saying Lord if thou wilt thou canst make me clean. And Jesus put his hand on him and touched him saying I will be thou clean. Watch it. Watch the verse. And immediately. Somebody shout Immediately immediately his leprosy was cleansed. I know it took him a long time to become a leper. You just don't become a leper overnight. No, no, no. Uh, A wound comes up and after a while you realize it won't heal. And then you go show yourself to the priest and the priest puts you outside the camp for seven days and then checks on you. And you have another seven days of purification, a 14-day quarantine process. And at the end of the 14 days, if things ain't right, he said, you are unclean. You got to go outside the camp. It took him a long time to become a leper, but only one moment in God's presence and immediately, 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 what took a long time for a virus to, no oh, come on somebody, what took a long time for a virus to grow and, 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 and to construct itself and be created in the bloodstream. What took a long time for all that to come out on the outside, for what was inside him to be produced on the outside of him. No matter how long it took, one touch from the master, one day, one day he was a leper and one day he wasn't. A... He might have been a leper for 20 years. One day he was and one day he wasn't. The Bible said there were two blind men in Jericho, read it in Matthew chapter 20, two blind men in Jericho and they cried after him and the Bible says the Lord touched him and in 20 and verse 34, so Jesus had compassion on them and touched their eyes and immediately their eyes received sight. Somebody shout immediately. One moment I was blind, one moment I wasn't. One day I couldn't see, one day I could one day it wasn't right and one day it was right one day I was broken but one day I was whole one day I was diseased but one day I was healed what are you preaching I come to tell somebody I don't care how long it took you to get where you are the Lord is not slack concerning his promises and he can turn a thousand years over in one day Can I preach to you, when the Lord lays hands on you, you don't need a 12-step program. When the Lord lays hands on you, it don't take a month. When the Lord lays hands on you, it don't take a year. When the Lord lays hands on you, I come to tell somebody, there's a miracle in the room today. One day I came in weary, worn, and sad, but one day I left Yesterday I was broken, but today I'm back together. Yesterday was bad, but today it's good. One day, one touch. Ah. The friends laid him down with the palsy, brought him through the roof. The Bible says he was sick with the palsy. He had been in that bed, the Bible said, many years. But Jesus said, rise up, my son. And immediately, all the disease and all the destruction and all the... Immediately, immediately, immediately. Didn't take a while, didn't take a few minutes. Immediately. Immediately he rose, Mark chapter 2. immediately he arose, took up his bed immediately. Oh yeah. The woman had an issue of blood. The Bible's going to tell us uh, 12 years. Somebody say 12 years. Uh, the Bible's going to tell us about her. He's gonna, The Bible's going to give us some numbers on her. Uh, the Bible said 12 years. She had spent all her money. She had given everything she had and the Bible says she was no more better for it. Uh, but the Bible says when she touched him in Luke chapter 8 uh, and verse, verse 43 and 44, the Bible says came behind him and touched the border of his garment, and immediately her issue of blood staunched. That means it stopped. Immediately, it's up 12 years, but one moment in his presence. One day I had an issue, and one day I didn't. 12 years it took me. 12 years of sadness, 12 years of brokenness. But God is not slack concerning his promise. One day I had it, and one day I was free from it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And behold, and behold in Luke chapter 13 verse 11. And behold, there was a woman which had a spirit of infirmity 18 years. Oh, I love the Bible because it's, it's never the same. It's always different for different people. She had an issue for 12 years and this lady had a problem for 18 years. Eight. Years, a spirit of infirmity had her bowed together, and she could in no wise lift herself up. And when Jesus saw her, he called to her and said, Woman, thou are loose from thy infirmity and he laid his hands on her and there's that word again, immediately she was made straight and glorified God, didn't take a week, didn't take a month, didn't take a, immediately, immediately God laid his hands on her one day I was bent over, couldn't even walk straight, but one day God healed me, took 18 years of my life 18 years, but in one moment in one day, What I'm telling somebody today, I don't care how long you been, how you been, all it takes is one day this could be the day this could be the Sunday this could be the day that God turns it all around this could be the day this is the day that the Lord has made I will rejoice and be glad in it one day It wasn't just Jesus, Peter said unto him in Acts chapter 3 verse 6, he said, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk and took him by the hand and lifted him up, watch, and immediately, oh I like that word, and immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. The Bible said they laid him by the gate beautiful day after day after, day after day after day after day after day after day until one day one day, one day, one day he got it right. One day, one day, one day. Somebody say, one day, one day God'll make it right. One day God will answer the prayer one day gotta heal my body I don't know when it's gonna be but one day God's gonna change everything why because to one day for God is like a thousand years God can turn a thousand year problem around in one day God can turn a thousand year curse around in one day God can turn a thousand year disease around in one day to him it ain't nothing to him it ain't nothing well pastor I've been this way 30 years to him it ain't nothing I've been this way 25 years to him it ain't nothing well my grandfather was no good and my daddy was no good and now I'm no good. I don't care. He can turn a generation around. One day, one man, one woman. He can do it in one. All he needs is one. Acts 16, 25, the Bible says at midnight Paul and Silas prayed and they sang praises unto God and the prisoners heard them and suddenly, somebody shout suddenly, suddenly there was a great earthquake so that the foundation of the prison was shaken and immediately, immediately, immediately all the doors were open and everyone's bands were loose. Immediately. Oh, you beat me. You put me down in here. Took you a while to get me down in here. But God's going to set me free in one moment. God don't need to take all that kind of time. He can do it right now. He can do it today. I'm a preacher until somebody gets it. Until somebody says, Today's my day. This is the day the Lord has made. Today is the day I'm coming out of this. I know I've been in it for 20 years, but I'm coming out of this. I know I've been dealing with it for six months, but I'm coming out of this. I know I've been depressed for a while. I know I ain't been seeing straight for a while, but God can do it in one day. God don't need a thousand years. He can make it happen today, 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 today. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, and when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all in one accord, in one place. And suddenly, 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 oh you know how long that suddenly is? That suddenly is as long as Genesis is from Acts. We say suddenly, suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. But that suddenly began in the book of Acts. That suddenly was all the way back there when he said, you're going to bruise his heel, but he's going to crush your head. Woman, oh hallelujah. All the way back in there, God already had a plan. And I know it was suddenly in the moment. But God had been putting that thing together for a thousand years or more. God had been working it out. Why? Because one day... The church was born one day. One day, he was here. One day, he was gone one day he was in the grave and then one day the stone was rolled away I don't know how it happened, I don't know when it happened it was just one day, you know what man one day I was just a, I was just a mess one day I couldn't even see straight but one day I went to a meeting one night and my heart wasn't right but something got a hold of me and one day is all, I threw away my cigarettes, I threw away my alcohol I threw away my crack cocaine I threw away my methamphetamine, one day is all it took, I threw away everything the devil had on me, I threw away my problems, I threw away my depression one day Uh, one day said I want you to understand one thing just just get this one thing is that one day is like a thousand years of God and a thousand years is like one day and he is not slack concerning his promise Stop whining and boo-hooing that he ain't come through yet. He's still on the throne. God hadn't given up. I said God hadn't given up. God hadn't thrown them in the towel. God doesn't think it's not too hard. God sees you exactly where you are with all the junk you got going on in your life, and He's totally okay with it because He knows all it would take is one time. Then to come to an altar one time, then to lift their hands one time. All it would take is one moment of surrender and let me in. All it would take is one moment, one prayer meeting, one choir song, one preach word. All it would take is one. Uh, God saved His people with one baby, Moses. He saved the entire world with one baby, Jesus. All it took was one. One. I wish I could. I, I, he said, "I wish you could understand one thing. Is God is in this moment, and He's been in a thousand moments before. He's going to be in a thousand moments afterwards." Calm down. He's not slack concerning his promise. The Bible says that they rode about 30 furlongs, which if you do the math, the Sea of Capernaum, it's about halfway. They were halfway. They rode halfway and they got halfway across the sea and a great storm came. They were terrified and afraid at the storm. And in the storm, he looked out. Here comes Jesus walking on the water. And the Bible says they were terrified. It's a ghost. Casper is out on the water. <laughs> terrified. Oh, no, it's a ghost. And Jesus said, be not afraid, it is I. And the Bible says when they willingly let him on the ship. What's watch the word? The Bible says when they willingly let him on the ship. The Bible says when he got on the ship, they were immediately at the other side. Hola. <laughs> we rode halfway. But when the Lord got in, He just beamed me up, Scotty, to the other side. Listen, the first people to ever time travel were the disciples. They were the first human beings to ever be taken through a portal from the middle of the ocean to the seaside. Immediately, they had rowed halfway, they had toiled all night and only got halfway. But when they let Jesus get on the boat, ah, listen, I it, it, look, just let me just give a little bit of leeway here. It was the Holy Ghost, they, they thought it was a ghost, it was a ghost, it was the Holy Ghost. When the ghost got on, when the ghost came on, what. When the ghost got on the boat, when Jesus got on the boat, when they let him on the boat, they didn't have to row anymore. They were just immediately there. Blink, here we are. Immediately. You know what the Greek word is for immediately? Immediately. Look it up. It means now. It means rapid. It means in the in this moment that the moment doesn't even change. When you say the word immediately it literally means there's no more time in the moment that in the same moment immediately it happens. They had got halfway but when Jesus came he took them the rest of the way and I don't know how long you've been toiling in the night. I don't know how big your storm has been. I don't know how long you've been rowing your own boat and doing your own thing and pushing your own way. You must be weary, you must be sad you must be broken but can I tell you, if you let Jesus get on the boat today immediately immediately immediately, one day uh, one day let uh, me seated, I'm gonna give you a testimony that I'm gonna be done, music can come A couple years ago, a friend of mine, many of you met her. Her name was Brittany, Brittany Scott. She was here for the Battle Cry tour, great singer, songwriter. And uh, she told the testimony on the tour, but I was privy to it before it all happened. And a couple years ago, she started asking people to help them with their adoption process, her and her husband, Ryan. And uh, we got involved, helped them out, we were excited for them. And the whole process went, well, last year, Brittany got a phone call, said there's a mother who saw your family in the book, foster parents, and she went through the book, and she picked your family, she's in Florida, I want you to come. They flew from Seattle to Florida to pick this baby up, they were so excited. She told, she told us that the Lord told her to buy a stroller as, as evidence of the promise. And so she bought a stroller. And she pushed it through the airport, leaving Seattle on the way to Florida, empty, nothing in it, just empty. She said a couple of people asked her, oh, where's the baby? And she was so excitedly telling them, I'm on my way to get her. She's, she's so beautiful, we're excited. They get to Florida, and the baby has some issues and stays in NICU for like a week. And they're waiting for a phone call, waiting for a phone call, waiting for a phone call, and it doesn't come. And so finally, they, just, they finally call, and they say, hey, like, what, tell us what's going on. They say, listen, here's the deal. The birth mother, because she had to stay in the NICU with the baby for these weeks, with these few days, she's fell in love with the baby, and she's decided to mother. And while they were super excited for the baby, for the mother, they're also disappointed. And they spent a lot of money to make this happen. They lost all that money. And so she tells the story of her pushing that stroller back through the empty stroller back through the airport again back home and she knows she's like lord you told me by the stroller i know you told me and she told us on the battle cry tour some of you were here the night that she gave her testimony she gave it every night of the battle cry tour because she wrote a song called he will never break a promise and she said oh lord how cool would it be if you gave me a, a, a A foster kid, an adopted child before the concert and I could tell this testimony and I could have this baby in my arms and I could tell the crowd, God never breaks a promise he said the Lord told her, he said no you go on that tour with no baby in your hand and you still tell them I'd never break a promise so every night of the tour, she told that story, this was just a couple weeks ago every night of that tour Brittany told that story and every night she cried again And she wept again as she relived not having what God had promised her. She told that story in Maryville, Tennessee on Friday night, two weeks ago. And on Sunday, she was in the airport about to get on a plane. And Sister Carpenter texted me and said, Court, I need Brittany's number now. And I texted her back and I said, Here, here's a number. I said, is everything okay? She never responded to me. I was worried, I didn't know what was going on I mean, now, like it was like to the all capital now. She called, she told Brittany, she said, Brittany, we have a situation. I think we found you a baby. She went to the desk at the, at the airport and she said, listen, I, I have to change my flight. I need to, I can't fly to Seattle. I need to fly to Tennessee. So they did all number, they said it'd be a thousand dollars. She was like, "Oh my God, a thousand dollars!" And the lady said, "Well, what is it for?" And she said, "Well, look, here's a deal. Like, I, I, I've been trying to find a baby. We're trying to adopt, and I think, I think we have a baby in Tennessee." And the lady behind the counter said, "You know what? It's free. I, I'm just, just take it. Here, here's a ticket. Go get your baby." <laughs> and I am standing here today to tell you. That Wednesday of last week, it was official. Brittany and Ryan have the promise that God told him he was gonna give them because he never breaks a promise. He said, I am not slack, I am not slack concerning what I promised you know this know this I don't care how long you waited know this I don't care how long it's been know this I want you to understand one thing that for me for me time is different for me a thousand years is like a day and a day is like a thousand years and I'm not slack I haven't forgotten you I still got you on my radar baby you just keep doing what I tell you to do Brittany stood for five nights at a concert with empty arms and told the people that God is a promise keeper and God said because you told him that I was a promise keeper with no promise one day you didn't have a baby and one day you did for God all it takes is one day one day know there's some folks in this room you worship today with empty hands you, you walked in those doors today with a smile on your face and emptiness in your heart You've given God worship today. You've lifted your hands. You've thanked him and you've praised him even though you know you've been struggling. Even though you know there's promises floating out there that you need him to answer. But you worshiped anyway. You gave him glory anyway. You said, Lord, I love you. And yes, there's things that God, I need you to do and I need you to do them today. But Lord, if you, even if you don't do them, I give you praise and I, I give you glory because I know you never break a promise and, and, and you are not slack concerning you are not slack concerning and i don't know if today's the day i really wish i did know but i don't know if today's the day but if i can do anything today it's to prove to you and to push you to a place where you say i'm not giving up i'm not letting go because my god is a one day god my god is a one day god my god is an immediately god my god is a suddenly god my god is a type of god that can wait a thousand years and in one day And one day, everything can be turned around. And one day, and in one day, in one moment. In one moment, God changed it all. One day, I had empty arms. And one day, I had my promise. One day, I cried in the temple. And one day, I brought Samuel back to that same temple. One day, I was a shepherd boy. And one day, I was anointed king over all of Israel one day I lay by the pool at Bethesda 38 years one day but one day he set me free one day he broke me out one day he said wilt thou be made whole one day I was in the pigsty feeding pigs and then one day my father wrapped his arms around me and said welcome home my child one day I was leprous one day I couldn't even go home couldn't see my wife couldn't see my children one day I couldn't even come around people without announcing myself humiliated by what my body had did to me one day and then one day he touched me it was gone one day I came into church with a withered hand one day Just one day I came in the church. I I knew I shouldn't even have been there because can't come in with all this mess. And so I I stuck in the church. I covered it up because I wanted to be in his presence. And one day he said, stretch forth thine hand. And immediately it was made as whole as the other. One day, one day. For thousands of years, the temple and for thousands of years, the high priest had pushed back the sins. The sins have been pushed back for a thousand years thousands upon thousands of years the temple there had been all these all this sin pushed back by sacrifice 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 and it's just pushing it back pushing it back pushing it back thousands of years of sin and debauchery and, and, and hatred and envy and jealousy it's always been pushed back pushed back pushed back but Hebrews tell us he entered once one time <laughs> one day those sins were there and when Jesus said it is finished one day all those sins that had been pushed back were blotted out remitted, removed taken away, broken by the power of heaven itself One one day one day one day one day one day I was killing Christians one day, one day one day I was on their trail. One day I was I was Bob the bounty hunter. One day, and in one day I became his greatest apostle. One day he found me on the road and he blinded me and he said, Why are you doing this? One day. One day I was and one day I wasn't. Who in this house today, today, who in this house today is say, Lord. I want to have a testimony that one day, one day I came in, I was so broken, I was so hurting, but one day he set me free, one day he broke me out, one day he delivered me, one day the chains fell off, one day the scales fell off of my eyes, one day my hand was healed, one day the leprosy left, one day I was addicted and one day I wasn't, one day I was depressed and one day I came out, one day I was weary but one day I was fine. Understand this one thing, that to the Lord, one day is like a thousand years. And a thousand years is like one day. He is not slack concerning his promise. This altar is open for anybody that would like to come. And in one moment, one day, one day. One day I couldn't see straight. One day I was so hurt. One day I was so hurt. I was betrayed one day. Then one day somehow God gave me freedom. I, I, don't, I don't understand it. Just one day. One day I said, Lord, I commit all this into your hands. And one day he lifted my spirit. Everything wasn't right, but just one day I was right. Like in one day, like all my problems wasn't gone, but but one day I just I felt better. One day I knew the Lord was on my side. One day. You see, I know. I know because one day, one day, one day in early 2010, one day, I woke up one day and I got on my knees beside my bed in a cabin in the mountains in California and one day, I knelt down on that bed and I prayed. I said, Lord, if you don't help me, Tomorrow I'm flying home and I'm quitting. I'll never preach again. I'm done. I'm done. I can't do this anymore. You will not help me, Lord. I am in trouble and you have left me here by myself. I need your help. I have prayed. I have fasted for a year and you have done nothing. I am upset with you. And if you don't help me, I'm done. I'm done working for you. I told the Lord that. I told the Lord that. And after I got out of the shower getting ready, to be taken down the mountain to get on the airplane. My, my phone rang. And it was a preacher that I trusted. I didn't want to answer the phone. Because I was so depressed. But I did it anyway. I just said, yes, how can I help you? And the voice on the other end said, Court, where are you at? I said, I don't even really know. I'm in the mountains of California. That's all I know. He said, well, the Lord just woke me up and told me. The Lord just told me to tell. Call Court Chavis. He needs help one day, Brother Mitch, one day I felt like I was all alone. I felt like the Lord didn't even know my name anymore. But in one moment, one day, just a phone call, I knew that the only way that that man knew I needed help is if the Lord told him I needed help. I had just said that to God. I know about one day. I know how one day can just turn your whole life around. That one day, listen, I I don't know if I was fully healed. It took me years to come out of the stuff that I was in. It took me years to get my mind right. But that day, I knew the Lord was on my side. And that one day, that one day changed my life. That one day changed me forever. I am standing before you today because of that day. I, I am in this house. I started this church because one day... God heard my cry one day God heard my prayer one time it's all it took was one phone call if the phone call was all that I got it was enough for me to know that God had not left me and he still heard me when I prayed one day what could today do for you would you lift your voice right now come on would you lift your hands to heaven I pray this word was an encouragement to you today Thank you again for tuning in to Truth Chapel's podcast. If you have not yet, please take a moment and leave us a quick review. God bless and have a great rest of your day.